1: Welcome, no matter what you believe, welcome no matter what you do not believe, welcome no matter what you have done, and welcome no matter what you have left undone. Welcome no matter who you are, and of course welcome no matter who you love. Because this isn't just our church here at Trinity St. Paul's Center for Faith, Justice, and the Arts, and neither is it just the Church of the United Church of Canada. It is in fact Christ Church, and in Christ Church, everyone is welcome. So, before we even get going, um, I really would like to dedicate this service and this week, in fact, to all of those who have to be in public, all our essential workers, not only those in healthcare and education, although we think of those but also those who work in malls and stores and grocery stores, who do deliveries, who have to be in the public all the time. Uh, So dedicating this to them. And a couple of announcements just uh, hot off the press. So a week today, next Sunday, the 26th, we are going to be taping the service and it's going to be on YouTube only. And just, this is completely hot off the press, on Christmas Eve, because of the rise in numbers, we'll be looking at about 7,000 cases a day by Christmas Eve. So Christmas Eve, we are going to be uh, on Zoom and live here in the sanctuary, but not admitting people. So follow us along on Zoom or see us later on YouTube. And of course, it's sad, right? Christmas Eve. Uh, but uh, we wouldn't be Christian if we weren't care, caring about our neighbor. And so we're concerned about you, both on Zoom and here, and your health. So for now, that's what we'll do. And wherever two or three are gathered in Christ's name, their Christ will be, whether you're at home, uh, whether you're in the kitchen, or whether you're here in the sanctuary. So know that and know that you're loved. In light of that, we are going to hum behind our masks today as we we do our hymns instead of singing. So again, we're trying to be as cautious and as loving as possible. So rise in spirit or in body as we sing Dreaming Mary, which you'll see on the screen. seated. Today helping us light the fourth candle of Advent. This is the candle of love. We have Brad and Sam and Sarah and Carol Ratzel. As they're lighting this hear these words, God is love and whoever lives in love lives in God and God lives in them. That's from 1st John. And together we say, it is the season of love and justice is what love looks like in public thank you cornell west today. Uh, Welcome to all of those joining us on Zoom and those who are here. Uh, First of all, to reiterate, next Sunday uh, will be on YouTube, so follow us there. We will be taking that this week. That's December 26th. And Christmas Eve, we will be live here from the front and join us on Zoom. We just won't be open to the public. And again, this is because of this probably 7,000 plus cases a day that is being predicted. Uh, by that time. So keep safe. Uh, This afternoon at two o'clock we have Delving Deeper and Hendrika is going to lead us in that. The theme is joy. Uh, So be joyful, join us. The link for that is on our website and or you got it in the mail either way. Uh, And Wednesday night is a prayer group as well Um, and again that's at seven o'clock and again the link you will find either on the website Or if you are on our listserv, please get on our listserv if you're not, you will get it direct to your email as well. Bible study continues this week. It's on Zoom. Everything's on Zoom. Um, Tuesday at 10.30 or Monday tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. And again, if you don't have the link, uh, please contact somebody here, but it should be on the website or, again, on the listserv too. And by the way, it's fun. You don't need to know nothing about the Bible. You don't have to have even read it before. Just join us, heartfelt discussion. So that's happening as well. Um, I've been asked to remind you that if you are in pre-authorized remittance, that is givings coming up automatically every month from your bank account, please re-op. It's that time again. So please make sure that you are still on it. And please, if you know it comes to your attention, please donate a little bit more. Um, certainly, For this church, as for all churches, this has been a tricky, tough time. So please consider your givings and of course be generous and do it regularly. Um, It's a discipline and the discipline of generosity is important indeed. Also January 30th, if you are chair of a committee, your reports are due in for annual general meeting in March. And that's it. But not for Mort. So I'm going to hear from Mort right now from the Children's Church. <laughs>
2: one two three hi everybody okay I think that's gonna work okay let me just go over here okay oh goodness that's a good shot there hi everybody okay I'm a little uh upstaged by these awesome candles here but welcome to TSP's church chat with Mort we're so happy that you're here to share uh this fourth advent Sunday together You'll take this time to share with me the lighting of the candle, the candle of love. We'd like to send a special welcome to all of our in-person guests that are in service today at TSP and to all of our Zoomers out there. Hi, welcome. We're so happy that you're here for this special Christmas edition of Church Chat with Mort. Okay, everybody, I want to share some awesome moments of the season we've had with our children's group, our teen group, and our tween group. Maya, Malachi, Stella, and Emily we discussed some serious social issues, spiritual issues, and had some creative time. <laughs> Enjoy these moments with our children's church group. <laughs> yes. So basically this is all the drawings
0: we do for like going you're reading a Bible reading. Cool. This is oh my the god. Sometimes it can get
2: chaotic.
3: It looks bad, but somebody might help you. An angel. Me. Try and it.
2: I I usually go over the top and I fail. So. I want to get back to painting. Um always have to be like a sunset or something, and then always I blend too much and the whole page. Just. Just keep
4: at it. I encourage you to keep at it. Okay, some bamboo products are actually good for the envir- environment because they are farm bamboo and they are not plastic. And some are not good because they're from the bamboo forest in China, which means they had to cut
2: down the bamboo forest in order to make that product. And then watercolor,
4: um, they're, okay, it was called of the arts at my old school, starting another page then I
3: also
4: have, um, Understanding Me,
2: oh, so, I, so I might not be actually, talking to, a, I might not actually be talking to a person. Douglas might be an angel. It's true. Never that's what down. I believe. You, like, well, Malachi, you could be an angel. I am not an angel. Angel? Like, I'm like 100% an angel. I'm 100% not an angel. I'm 100% not an angel. Who's not an angel? Me. Why? But Maya is. Why do you say
4: you're not an angel?
2: Because I'm not an angel. I'm a, pre- I'm a person. I have feelings. I can die. I can live. I can get hurt. I can get stabbed. I don't know everything. I don't know what heaven looks like. So, yes. So at my mom's house, we have a room. And I have a story about Christmas trees. Okay, I'd
3: love so to
2: hear it. It takes about 10 years for a tree to mature. So ten years ago so about ten years ago. It takes like about ten years for a tree to mature. So ten years ago about about ten years ago. Um the there's like a downfall in the economy or something. Well. Yeah. And then you, and people weren't buying as many trees so they didn't plant as many trees. So now ten years later there's not as many trees. So they're taking ones that are like nine years old. And not fully mature, so that's why most of the trees are so small. Thank you for that. Okay, so now what do we have here? what's a baby behind you. Yeah. How come room looks like. Okay, this is- I have to share a very serious warning to everyone who has a christmas tree in their home now i was just going through some uh christmas decorations and getting ready for the festive season and i I got this um uh sack from uh last christmas (laughs) and i um just have to share with you what i found and i just don't know okay let me see if i can show you Whoa! I think I I think a squirrel's in the house. Oh no! Ah! Oh I got I think there's a squirrel somewhere. This time on a little bit of a serious note, I want to reflect on everyone, our community members, our loved ones that are less fortunate, especially at this time of season of Christmas. People that are isolated, people that are alone. Let's keep everyone lifted up in prayer this season. This holiday season, let's think about the homeless. Think about the less fortunate. Let's think about our loved ones, our neighbors, and all of our community this Christmas season and lift everyone up in prayer. Can you do that for me? I'll do it for you. Awesome. Everybody. I want to wish everybody a very merry happy christmas with many blessings to come in the new year this has been church chat with mort and everybody i want to thank you for sharing this time with all of us at tsp merry christmas share love everyone <laughs>
1: Okay, so Vengeance Squirrels is a new one. So cool, like that will be part of Christmas from now on. Um, let's send, uh, give a little bit of love to our tween group because it was Children's Church that actually, you know, spearheaded the collection for NAMI Res this year and they really were appreciative of that. So just give them a little love because they're listening on Zoom. Thank you. Uh, we all, always acknowledge here that we're on traditional territory Uh, that we are settlers here, most of us, that is. And so today, uh, as we read the words and respond to the words, keep in your prayers uh, a few uh, situations that are still ongoing. And for starters, the wet sweat in, in BC, there was an invasion there by the RCMP that has not ended. They are still fighting for their land. Journalists have been arrested in contravention of the UN. Um, And so please, please uh, keep them in mind and if you can help. Um, Also, Grassy Narrows has a campaign now. Um, There has been uh, some permitting going on, on their land that they did not uh, agree to. And things like logging and mining are going to continue. So again, Grassy Narrows, uh, keep them in your prayers and you in it as well. So uh, we say these acknowledgements, but remember, Justice is still not there for our First Nations. As we assemble in this holy place, we recognize that for thousands of years, this territory has been a sacred gathering place for many peoples of Turtle Island. We respectfully acknowledge the territory of several indigenous nations and wish to pay special recognition to the Mississaugas of the Credit. The original nations continue to cry out for justice. As treaty people, we commit to listen, learn, and work to right the wrongs of the past and present. And now we're going to pass the peace person for the last time in 2021. Anybody sad to see that year ago? Not me. Um, We're going to pass the peace knowing that the spiritual walk, is never walked alone. It's always walked in community. And our sense of community has shifted in the last year or two because of COVID. It's been mainly online, but it's no less a sense of community. So Zoomers at home, please hug and kiss uh, someone near to you and tell them that you love them because uh, that is what we're about love today. And you in person here so glad you're here and we get to do this. For the last time in get 2021, last what, what can we do? We can do, what we, this. Quite- we can do this. 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 Get creative. So I started all off by saying, the peace of Christ be with you. Yeah. Go for it, for it.
0: Hello. I was waiting for it to tell me I had been spotlighted, but it hasn't. So I'm assuming you can hear me and I'm just gonna go. All right. Uh, The first reading today is from Micah, chapter five, verses two to five. But you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, Out of you will come from me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from of old, from ancient times. Therefore, Israel will be abandoned until the time when she who is in labor bears a son, and the rest of his brothers return to join the Israelites. He will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they will live securely, for then his greatness will reach to the ends of the earth and he will be our peace when the Assyrians invade our land and march through our fortresses. We will raise against them seven shepherds, even eight commanders. The next reading is Luke chapter one, verses 39 to 55. Mary visits Elizabeth. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zachariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, blessed are you among women and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. just as he promised our ancestors. Uh, And the third reading is a chant that I believe will be sung
1: Interesting little fact that uh, through the power of technology, I'm actually preaching this sermon both here at Trinity St. Paul's and also at the Church of the Annunciation in Oakville, an Anglican Church. Same sermon, same time. Miracle, right? <laughs> at least magic. Um, and yes, it is a feminist rant. Uh, so let us pray. Dearest God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable to you, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. So I was asked by uh, the Anglican Church in Oakville to talk about women's rights coming out of the 16 Days Against Violence Against Women that ended December 10th, but also talk about 2SLGBTQ rights as well Uh, using the scripture passage that you just heard, the Magnificat, so here goes. This is the season, of course, about a birth, but it's not just any birth. It's not just any baby, but the baby, the birth of the Prince Peace. Yet it's also, and this gets very overlooked, this season is about a girl, it's about a Jewish Palestinian girl, born in an occupied country, a pregnant girl, probably 15 or 16, with a baby to be that is not her husband's. A girl full of grace, that is closer to the divine, that is said than anyone, save perhaps her baby. Mary, the mother of the divine, Mary. The Revolutionary. Two stories before I say more about Mary the Revolutionary. The first is a story about Bernice, who's no longer with us, but absolutely gave me permission to share this tale. In fact, if I ran into her, she would say, did you tell my story? So I'd have to answer to her. Uh, Bernice, this is for you. And if you who are hearing this have heard it before or read it in some book, Bear with me. Bernice came to our church's evening service back when I was in ministry on Roncesvalles in Toronto's West End. The evening service was a service whose members were mainly those who had addiction or mental health issues and it was built around a meal, very, very biblical. Bernice would come to that meal but would sit apart from all of us. She was, I'm guessing, in her 70s at the time. And she lived rough. That is to say, she lived with no fixed address, but slept wherever she could. In my do-gooder, charitable role, I assumed she was embarrassed because she didn't have frequent access to a shower, like other things, and that's why she sat out by herself. So I decided to invite her personally to come and join us at our table, where there was a group of us having dinner. She looked at me as if I was completely loopy. And she said, Do you see those young men at that table? I said, yeah. And she said, if I join them, I will drive them wild with lust. Um, she did join us, however, and in contrast to my lack of understanding, she and one of those young men ended up engaged and married. He was about two decades younger than her, and their wedding was incredibly joyous. Uh, The food was provided by Second Harvest and the clothes from Goodwill. It cost them nothing, and we did it in our evening service. What did I know? What do any of us know, really, about women? The other story took place in 1971, when I became the only woman, I discovered that much later, to sign on to a document called We Demand, the first list of demands for what was then called, quote unquote, gay rights. We were a band of utopian hippies who marched on Parliament Hill with zero expectation that any of our asks would be acknowledged, never mind enacted. At the time, homosexuality was grounds for being fired, being denied access to your children. And in short, being denied any kind of human rights in this country. 50 years later, this year, 2021, every single one of our utopian demands have been achieved. And many we didn't even dream of at the time. Equal marriage, banning conversion therapy, yahoo, trans rights as human rights. That wasn't on our radar back then. I've been honored to have many of those rights be my bills become law. Of course, never one person's work with the support and were of a legion of incredible activists. At the same time, in the 70s, during what has been called the second wave of feminism, the first being women's push for suffrage, the key demands of the women's movement back then were one, free or affordable, at the least, childcare, Two, equal pay for equal work. Three, control over our own bodies. Certainly, the first two of these demands, affordable childcare and equal pay, are still not realities 50 years later in our province. And control over our own bodies, our choice, is constantly under threat throughout North America. It's been taken away completely in Texas, as you probably know. And with one in three women being sexually assaulted in her lifetime, one woman killed in Canada every two and a half days by their mainly male partners, our body safety is still and always under threat. 16 days to combat gender violence just ended on the International Day of Human Rights, December 10th. And sadly, as always, nothing much has changed. I usually, when speaking about women's rights, tell folk that I'm in fact the first woman in my family born as a human person. Because my mother was born before 1928, when the Persons Act in Canada changed our laws. Laws that stated at the time that Canadian women were the property of their husbands or their fathers. For Indigenous women and racialized women, that didn't happen until the 1960s. I remember want ads with male and female attached to them. I remember quotas at our universities, including University of Toronto, for women in medicine and engineering. That's in my lifetime. These are all within our memories. Mary, the mother of God, the mother of the divine, Mary, the revolutionary, she was property too. She had no more human rights than the sandwich you may have for lunch. Like the sandwich, she was an object of desire, not ever its subject. A sandwich doesn't get hungry, it is there to satisfy others' hungers. Mary, who sang this hymn to power, wrote the lines about sending the rich away hungry and feeding those who starved, dethroning the rulers, scattering the wealthy, scattering the proud. Mary, who spoke about her pregnancy as great good news, despite giving birth in a barn to a baby who is not her husband's, Crime. remember, at the time that would cause her to be killed by stoning. Mary, a teenager. I picture the Magnificat, so-called, because it is magnificent, saying or singing these words of power with her fist in the air. Or perhaps like a rock concert, you know, fist pumping. Her words are so revolutionary, they're still shocking. Some 2,000 years later, those words challenged every rule, every law, every authority, both of church and of state. They still do. I think of Bernice and all the outrageous women I have ever met, the women who defied convention, broke all the rules, taught us and me what it is to be a feisty female, who taught me what some anonymous students wrote on a wall in Paris during the 1960s student uprising. They wrote, be realistic, only demand the impossible. It worked for we queers back in 1971, and it would be disrespectful to the Marys of our history to claim it hasn't worked for women, just not enough. In many ways, you know, the hatred of 2SLGBTQ plus people is rooted in this ancient hatred and fear of women. After all, in Leviticus, when it's written that, quote, if a man lies with another man as with a woman, he should be put to death. In a few translations, it said he should be stoned, which inspired my favorite meme writer to say, quote, obviously an American, In Canada, with equal marriage and cannabis legal, it's finally possible to live out Leviticus for a man to lie with another man and be stoned legally. There you go. (laughs) The point, though, is to act performatively like a woman was considered degrading. Trans women, particularly racialized trans women, have the highest rate of suicide attempts highest rate of poverty, and are the recipients of the most violence the most frequently. Bad enough to lie with a man as one would a woman, but to be a woman born into a man's body, that's too much. That is unacceptable. Mary, mother of God. Mary, revolutionary, defied all of that. There is absolutely nothing about her and her femaleness that is degraded. She is in some theologies almost of the same order as the divine and as her son, a woman no less, one with the divine. In Protestantism we've done her such a disservice. This teenage girl In all of Christianity, we've often wronged her by picturing her as meek and mild. There is nothing meek and mild about this teenage woman. Mary, the revolutionary, claims her heritage in Luke. She is of the line of Abraham and David. She says it, I'm in line for that lineage. It's not only for males, that claim to Israel, It's hers. In this beautiful, intimate interchange between two women, two mothers, there are all the elements of advent or adventure. Hope, peace, joy, love. All of it encircling the Christ child just as Mary's body does. Mary holds the divine within and she points to the divine outside, that has always been and that which created the world. She too has a direct, direct role in creating the divine and in creating a new world. Remember too that gender is intersectional. Mary was without a doubt Semitic, hence racialized. I like to picture her she was certainly not blonde or blue-eyed, but dark-skinned, brown-eyed, with black, curly hair. It's no wonder she raised a child that would be the Prince of Peace. She was the light of her own world. Remember, she raised a son who 2,000 years before Lady Gaga said, quote, some are born that way, and speaking about eunuchs or trans folk, or just those who didn't fit into heteronormative behavior. Check it out, it's in Matthew 19:12. This mama's boy who overturned tables, who defied the wealthy and sent the powerful away without, who raised up the sex workers and the criminals, who died rather than go along to get along, this savior who we remember Mary never betrayed. Peter, that we say the church was built upon, he betrayed Jesus. Mary never, ever did. She was better than that. After all, she birthed this light into the world. It was her child. If you ever have a chance to visit Ephesus in Turkey, you will be astounded and you should go there to see some of the best ruins I've ever witnessed. You can actually see the amphitheater where Paul preached. It's a real, still existing, though crumbly little town. On the edge of it, or so the legend goes, is the house where Mary lived out her days. They have mass there, where Christians from around the world, visitors all, share the Eucharist and take turns reading scripture. It's a profoundly inclusive ministry. It befits the Holy Mother. Whether she ever stepped foot there, who knows? Like much of Holy Land travel, it's always prefaced with, quote, as it is said, unquote. None of that matters. However, it's enough to have some place just to go and just to honor her you are lucky enough to visit the Holy Land and make your way to Nazareth, you can visit the Church of the Annunciation, a basilica dedicated to Mary and this news of her pregnancy, like Church of the Annunciation in Oakville. In it, you will find the most beautiful, mainly mosaics, depicting Mary, donated from countries around the world. We Canadians have one there, it's an abstract, and I actually wished it was Indigenous, and maybe we'll replace it. If it did represent one of them, perhaps it would be somebody like one of our Indigenous sheroes, like Autumn Peltier, Anishinawabi teenage water activist. Mary, however, in the other mosaics, looks exactly like someone from the country that sent it. She looks Thai. the one from Thailand. She is Japanese in the one from Japan. There are as many versions of Mary as there are women in our world. It is truly magnificent talking about Magnificat. I like to think wherever some gutsy teenager shocks us into love, Mary shows her face again. Think of them, we can all think of one or two, Greta, Malala, Autumn, Jazz, and others show us that death-defying resistance to a world that still has not granted them equality. They and their kin have surely shown the lie to power and wealth. No one stops them. No one could stop them. We women socialize to see ourselves as objects, as competitors for a male gaze, as seen and not heard, wearing pearls and aprons while vacuuming, who now have to be professionals as well as even more beautiful objects, as in greater competition for a male gaze, as wearing bling while juggling dinner and legal briefs, or risking our lives to get well water, or being seen as the spoils of male war, or as working three jobs at minimum wage to get our children a better future. We women, we would do well to follow Mary, the revolutionary, and claim our inheritance from her. After all, there is no Emmanuel, divine with us, without us. So be it. With our offering, we show our commitment to keeping the very fact of Mary alive in this world and her message. We commit ourselves to justice, peace, and love. We share in this community of Trinity St. Paul's United Church and do so with generosity and gratitude, for we are blessed. Blessings we pledge to share with your world. And I remind you that you can go online at any time. And please do, do it now. Just donate there. Let's take a moment of quiet. Let us say together, Divine One, accept our gifts for the life and ministry of this, your church. They are given with thanksgiving for your work in the world.
4: Um, the, the group we meet on Wednesday night, the prayer group and meditation group, um, we agreed to do the prayers during Advent, so, as did the Bible group with the readings. The prayers will include two periods for silent prayer introduced by the words, Holy God, speak with us now in the silence of our hearts, and ending with the words, Loving God, hear our prayers, and in your love, answer. Creator and Spirit of Life, we thank you for the Spirit kindled in us during this Advent, for the support and love for each other shown at our many meetings on Zoom, such as our Wednesday evening contemplation and prayer meetings, our Bible study groups delving deeper, and the meetings we have to advance the areas of social justice in which our congregation participates. We are thankful for the commitment shown by so many people in convening and leading these groups and for the work of so many in every area of our church life. We also thank you for the dedicated staff at Trinity St. Paul's. We thank you for our Sunday service where we can see each other in person or on Zoom. Our TSP community sustains us all and we are grateful. We ask that you help us through the uncertainty we feel as another winter of the pandemic stretches out before us with so little known about what the future holds for us, our families and our community. Help us find ways to be at peace with ourselves and handle our lives as you would wish despite the loss of hope we sometimes feel. We ask that you provide direction, insight, and wisdom to our political and civic leaders so that they can see us through these strange times in the best and wisest ways possible. We ask you to stand by those who are ill as well as the healthcare workers who continue to look after us despite their own fatigue as we enter another year of ambiguity and insecurity. Please sustain those who live alone, suffer any form of mental illness, are homeless, or are the victims of poverty. Holy God, speak with us now in the silence of our hearts. Loving God, hear our prayers, and in your love, answer. We especially think now of faith leaders in all of all religions all over the world who have sustained their congregations through death and other life challenges brought about by the pandemic and we ask that you support them all in their ministries in particular we are especially thankful for our minister sherry's positive outlook and the example she provides for all of all of us of someone who acts to better our lives and the lives of everyone in our city we ask that you hold her in your divine embrace and lift up her spirits during these tough times as she does ours as christmas day approaches and we prepare to celebrate again the birth of the divine baby let us welcome christ again into our souls let us become truly conscious of who he is and how to prepare our own gifts to bestow on others in his name. As Sherry reminds us all each week, you have given each of us unique characteristics and talents that we can use to improve our world and our communities. Help us find ways to show our love for our fellow beings as you have loved us and to devote our lives to bettering the lives of those around us as you do to ours. Let us live out our commitment to social justice and be vigilant and active in the areas Trinity St. Paul supports. May we have an impact on climate justice in advancing anti-racism in all the institutions of our society, in supporting indigenous and First Nations justice and in furthering justice in the Middle East. Holy God, speak with us now in the silence of our hearts. Loving God, hear our prayers, and in your love, answer. For those we name now aloud or in silence, um, you could un—you um, know—if you want, you could speak after after this list. Um, requested pairs are for Satinder Singh, Joanne Clark, Beverly Jamison, recovering at Bridgepoint from ankle surgery, Tony Wise, Jackie McKinley. Jill McKechnie and Emma Sarchese, David Woodward, Lee Potts, Dan Beckett, Andreas Prince, Mary Marshall, and Judy Bonner, um, and G R M Saeed, and as he, he is my refugee son, I ask that you that he is able to get his citizenship after waiting for a year. through anxiety, and that this Christmas you spare him another attack of PTSD. I also ask that his Kurdish people are safe from the devastating floods which have followed the searing heat and drought in that country. If anyone else has anything to add? Um, um, we, pray we pray now. Shine, shining, shining waters, 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 reach count and in particular, Midhurst United Church, Richview United Church in Toronto, Coldwater United Church, and Westway United Church in Toronto. Um, please join me in the ecumenical prayer as we pray with the churches in China, Hong Kong, and Macau for the. 100 million refugees, and many more displaced peoples in our world. As they face this day, O God, find those who are lost, separated from those they love, crossing unknown borders, without a country or home, not knowing where to turn. Find, Find the God who always seeks for the lost and cover them safely as a hen covers her chickens. As we face this day, O God, sing to us your song of encouragement, paint for us your bright pictures of a new world where people need not flee from wars and oppression, where no one lacks a country or a home and where we are all part of your new creation. For we long to be your people in spirit and in truth We pray in the name of Jesus the Christ who knew the life of a refugee. And I'm adding my own prayer now that our very bureaucratic um, Citizenship and Immigration Canada Department managed to get rid of some of their bureaucratic processes and speed up their work in refugee decisions, permanent residence decisions, and citizenship. You know, Lord, how all the people waiting years instead of months are anxiety ridden and stressed while decisions that will change their lives forever are made. Please help this work move in a more timely fashion.
1: this. Each one of you is beloved and each one of you is created in the image of God. Each one of you is beautiful and each one of you is absolutely essential. Just the way you are. Just the way you are. So get ready. The baby's coming. Uh, Make yourselves ready because it's a new world, it's a new birth, it's a new chance, it's a new life and it's yours. And know this, when you do that, you never walk alone. But, God, the source of all love, Jesus Christ, who is love incarnate, and the Holy Spirit, love's power, is with you now and with you always, and remember to be like Mary, Revolution
3: Everyone, want to see, see you, you. I, get I get what you're saying
4: Ecco ecco ecco